Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Tuesday, 22nd November, 2022. Our bit today comes from Matthew 25, verse 13. And that says, Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. And the days roll along unconcernedly, just as they were programmed to do, while we wise ones get into winter mode. Yes, friends, it's true wisdom to get oneself ready for the winter season. That's mentally, physically, and emotionally. For if you don't, winter will have you going stark raving crazy after a little while. That's because it's a very aggressive season, always in your face with the cold and either ice or wind or snow. And if you're not prepared for it on all fronts, you'll have a most miserable time. (laughs) And you know what? Even when you think you're fully prepared for it, it throws you a curveball and blows your mind. And you see what happened in Buffalo this past weekend? And this is only the start of the season. So please prepare yourself. Yes, we need to be prepared for the winter, just like we need to be prepared for the next coming of Jesus. If we want to see heaven with him till eternity. And please remember the serious warning of Jesus when he speaks of his return to earth. But of that day and hour, knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And that comes from Matthew 24, 36 to 37. Now, there are two important facts there. Only the Father knows when the Son will return, and it will take place like it did in the times of Noah, at a time of much carousing and evil doing, when the judgment day is totally unexpected, like Noah's associates were when the earth cleansing flood occurred, wiping out all mankind except Noah and his family. So Jesus continues, Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But notice that if the good man or the master of the house had known in what watch or hour the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered or allowed his house to be broken up into. Therefore be also ready, for in such an hour as he think not the Son of Man cometh. And that comes from Matthew 24, 42 to 44. Oh, my people, Jesus couldn't have been any plainer or more explicit unless he had added the exact time of his return. And the scholars explain thus. They say verses 35 and 36 warn against attempts to set an exact date for Christ's return at the end of the church age. To speculate that day and hour, do not eliminate year, is a gross oversimplification. The Father only knows of the Christ's return since it has been set by his authority. And they give us a reference there of Acts 1-7. However, 
we are given a comparison to the days of Noah and the flood, which illustrate the, and prefigure the condition of humanity at the time of Christ's return. The last generation, like the one of Noah's day, is pleasure-oriented and self-gratifying by eating and drinking. The reference to marrying and giving in marriage, which you can find in verse 38, may refer to carrying on the normal course of life without heeding the impending judgment. And you better believe that they are speaking there of a generation eerily similar to ours, pleasure-oriented and self-gratifying, for lawlessness and licentiousness are the norm of our current society, and very few have time for God. Like Bro Paul so knowingly wrote of the coming apostasy, that's abandonment of faith in God, in his second letter to Timothy, where he says, This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, that's money lovers, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, that's ir irreconcilable, false accusers or slanderers, incontinent, that's without self-control, fierce, that's brutal, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady or reckless, high-minded or haughty, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. And that comes from 2 Timothy 3 verses 1 to 5. Ah, my brethren, you think that Bro Paul was living today and describing our current lifestyle? For he's hit the nail right on its proverbial head with his description of what's happening in today's world. And as the scholars say of verses 1 to 4, the last days began with the birth of Christ and will culminate in Christ's return to earth to set up his kingdom. The prediction of perilous times indicates that apostasy will characterize the final days of the church age, end of quote. And if that is so, then we had better get ready for Christ's imminent return because we are currently experiencing perilous times and our world couldn't get any more godless than it is already, my people. And per verse 5, the scholars explain a form of godliness is mere religion without power or spiritual life. Paul commands Timothy to turn away from those false teachers who prey upon women laden with sins and who are susceptible to false teachers. And are we ever seeing the prevalence of false teachers today? Those who talk a good talk, but like the Pharisees of old, don't walk the spiritual walk because they lack the true spiritual power of God. <laughs> My fellow saints, there's more I'd like to say on this subject, but they'll make it way too long. And knowing our short attention spans, 
we'll stop there for today and continue it on the morrow, the Lord willing. In the meanwhile, for those of us attempting to stay prepared, let's go home declaring, yes, we spell declaring right, let's go home declaring or choose the mantra, letting the whole world know to whom we belong, lock, stock, and barrel. As one strong and sincere voice, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with my immediate neighbors as well as with the whole wide world. Glory be. And now, friends, having said all of that, let's go out and just do it now. Let's go out and share the amazing love and friendship of Christ with others so that they too can come to know and love him like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, the Christian's motto should be, watch and pray. That's gospel truth, my people. We need to watch for Christ coming and pray. Keep praying. As Paul say, pray without ceasing. We need to keep Christ full in our lives, you know, always at the back of our minds or rather the forefront of our minds so that whatever we do, it will be Christ-centered. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.